This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go with the Monday podcast as we start a new work week. I felt like the weekend went by really quickly. That seems to be the case these days. Because the weekends are so busy. Al Dukes, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Trying to think what I did. Uh, Oh, I took my mother and father out to breakfast on Sunday for Mother's Day. That's nice of you. I was in a full panic as to what time to get to the diner for breakfast. 10 o'clock. Well, I got there at 9.20. Okay, it was early. It was, we got like one of the last tables. Mm -hmm. And then uh, 9.30, just 10 minutes later, when I looked towards the door, packed with people waiting. So you beat the rush. And this was down in the Mount Laurel area where I'm not famous, Jerry, so I would not have been given preferential treatment for a table. Like if I was in, say, Asbury Park and there was a cook who knew who I was, that's what I would be looking for. No such thing there. Jerry, I'm almost like a regular person down in Mount Laurel. I know what it's like now to be like everyone else. I looked around, not one person. Are you Al from the Boomer and Geo show? Not a soul. Not a single person said it to me. I even wore a shirt that said, Hi, ask me about Boomer and Geo. Nothing. It's almost as if they don't get WFAN down there. And instead, they like the Eagles. They like the Phillies. Why is that in New Jersey, Jerry? (laughs) I'm just going to let it sit there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, down in that area, they love the Philadelphia sports. Because Philadelphia is 15 miles away. Oh, I see. Just <laughs> and the Mets are miles away. Of course Queens they are. Queens and the Bronx. And yeah, that I have family thing. in the, I think, I forget the name. I think it's Marlton is the town. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're Flyers, Phillies, Where do you think the Eagles. cutoff is in New Jersey for that? I don't know. The, I don't know. But, like, I mean, I do know which where my family lives, I believe, is 12 miles from Citizens Bank Park in the link. Do you think on the turnpike it's exit six? Yeah, I would say so. Six I mean, I think seven. six or seven, you're probably heading into Philadelphia territory. Yeah. That's probably true. Because at that point, if you get to about exit six, you're probably the same distance from Bolt at that point. Or you might even be closer to Philly at that point. I'm yeah. not sure. Now, uh, I grew up in the Woodbridge uh, Colonia area where we were uh, Mets fans, and my mom uh, was a Cowboys fan. Right. Mets and Cowboys. So she had uh, put magnets on the back of her car, a Mets logo and a Cowboys star. Right. And then they moved to the Mount Laurel area, Philadelphia country. Uh, someone to remove them and threw them on the ground. I'm sure they did. So she took them off. Right. Off her car. Yeah. They don't take kindly to the Cowboys down there. They are not big Cowboys. They hate them. 
Not big fans. And Jerry. I understand that because I hate them too. Jerry, did you like do anything uh, special for the Mother's Day holiday? I well, know you were busy with the Little League stuff. Well, we saw Kim's mom on Saturday. All right. Um, and then yesterday we were supposed to play two, possibly three games. And so we got the one in. The second game got rained out in the middle, and then we didn't play the second so or the third game. So I probably could have done something with my parents yesterday, but as you can hear, I didn't feel great. Not great. And I opted to actually go home and lay down. And so I'll see my parents tonight, which was originally set up. No, so, no, not yet. Now, do the boys uh, for your wife, do they make cards? Do they get cards? Do kids still do cards these days? Uh, we went and we bought cards. You sure. did? Oh, yeah. you made like a trip? Yeah, of course. We went oh, to the store. Very sure. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Why now, do these, we do that? These kids pick out cards quickly or do they really look to be like this? Matthew is relatively quickly. Yeah. And the little guy reads every card. He wants to make sure he, he's Correct. got the correct card. Yes. He takes a lot of time on the card. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all good. Probably to I a certain the... age, and then they go quickly like Matthew yes. does. I handled the gift with their assistance. You did? Yeah, I had a photograph made into like a 24 by 36 big picture frame. Nice. So I had them. Uh, I wanted to do, there's this one company called Fracture Me. I don't know if you heard of that. Mm-mm. It's basically they take a picture and they somehow, I don't know how they do it, but it, it gets put into glass. So instead of it being a frame or like um, a photo for a picture or whatever, it's literally like right into the glass and you hang the glass on the wall. Really? It looks really cool. The problem is they needed like four weeks. And so when I went to do it a couple weeks ago, there was no way I was getting it in time. So I went with the normal. It was nice though. And they liked yeah. it. It was pretty good. Very nice. Not terrible. It actually looked like I put some thought into it. You did? Yes. Which I did. I would get working on next year's with that glass thing. Give them a year's notice. Do it now and make sure I have it in time. Yeah, make sure that they get it in time and you can uh, uh, get it mounted properly. That's funny. Good idea. I have some stories for you today. Yes, you usually do. As I like to do. And you know I'm serious now. I've put my glasses on. Because you need to read the story now. I do. I need to see them. Yeah. Uh, A sociologist named Dr. Jess Carbino. Hey, Carbino. Uh, who worked at Tinder, the uh, dating website, Yeah, explains uh, or tells us the number one mistake made of people who are doing online dating. Okay. And that is posting a photo where you're not smiling. Well, you probably look like a sourpuss. Yeah. But you would think some uh, people want a sourpuss. Like, There's someone for everybody. I yeah, agree with that. There is someone for everybody. Yes. Sourpuss.com. Isn't it amazing? Like when you see, when you meet somebody that you can't stand, or you run into someone, maybe you work with someone, maybe they're on your block, maybe they're at your post office, wherever. A lot of people I don't like. But like you can't imagine spending a minute with them. Let alone every waking moment of your life. And yet there was someone who said, I cannot live without this person and I must be with them. I don't know that anybody the actually, end of the world. I don't know that anybody ever actually says that. I've heard that. You Not think... to me, but I've heard people say that. Well, you were engaged once, and mm-hmm. you may be engaged again soon. Does that actually come across your mind, though? Like, I can't live... First of all, you can. That's number one. Right. Because if they decided to pick up and leave, unless you're going to go commit suicide, which would be a horrendous thought. Terrible. Life moves on, you'll move on, and you'll get over it. You'll be heartbroken. Right. And you might have a day, a week, you might have a month of depression, but ultimately, you'll probably meet somebody else or you'll do something else or you'll do someone else and you'll feel better about yourself and life will go on. And yes. you can live your life without that. So I don't know how many people actually say that to themselves. They like, do say it, though. I, I have do to get married it. to this person. I can't live without them. Cannot... First of all, they can live without you and you can live without them. Right. 
That's a fact, right? Seems like it. Well, think how many divorces there are. A lot. Right. It happens. Over 50%, Jerry. Yeah, which is amazing because out of all my friends, I don't have one divorced couple. I don't either. Although one that's waiting until his kids turn 18 to get divorced, which is another situation. Clock is ticking on that one. Yes. But I don't, they're not though. Yeah. I don't either have that. It's very strange. Stats. Although, I, yeah, it's not fair. I guess I do have a couple now that I think about it. In the family? Yeah, one in the family, one outside. But friends. it's still, out of all the couples that I know, it's still a very low percentage. Right. Hmm. You guys are doing something right. That's what I say. So far. So if you have a, uh, if you're on Match or Tinder, smile in your picture. Advice from Al. Yes. This comes to us, uh, Jerry, from Lantana, Florida. I don't like this story. A Lantana area man was charged with uh, animal cruelty for biting his dog's ear. The man bit the dog in an attempt to, quote, establish dominance over the animal. Uh, The two roommates of this guy told the officers that this guy has been abusing his dog. He says he was trying to show the dog that he was the dominant one in this relationship. Well, that doesn't work right? with the Palm Beach County Animal Care and Control. They took control of the husky named Dimitri. Oh, I like huskies. I like a husky That's the dog well. I always wanted. A husky? Yeah. I wonder how, like, in the, in the summer here in New Jersey, it gets very warm. Could a husky uh, be comfortable? Yeah. It tries to get in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. You, I mean. You open the fridge to grab a drink and the jumps dog. In. <laughs> Tries to muscle his way in. Or it sits by the air conditioning vents. Yeah, that's what I would do if I was a husky dog. Yeah, no doubt. I would just sit by a vent. I think they're beautiful dogs, though. Yes. Nice eyes for a dog. The problem is their lifespan is short because they're big dogs. Is that right? Yeah, like 11 years, something like that. You don't want that. I don't want that. That's sad. That's what I like about the cat. Could be 20, 21 years, 22 years. Really? Yeah, well, my cat, the one that died a couple years ago, was 19. Wow. Yep. So really, the there's a range for pets. There's a, a dogs about 16, 15, 16 years, right? I would say anywhere from eight to twenty. And you got your cats uh, uh, peaking in a, maybe in a low twenties. Yeah, you could make it that far, sure. Then you got those freaking African gray parrots that'll one hundred years. Yeah, they'll like be around forever. <laughs> yeah, which is why you won't get one. Yeah, I know. It's I gonna be that. weird having something like that outlive you. Yes. Or having to put. Sorry. And then Mark. someone has to take it over when you pass. Like right. you got to leave that in your will. Which is weird. Do you have a will yet? I don't I do not. You do not yet. Okay. I want to get on that. To get a will? I would think so. I mean, you're loaded, so Right now I have like all my um my stuff going to my mom. Okay. Who's 70 something years that old. That doesn't seem like that makes a whole lot of sense, but <laughs> okay. I think I feel like she would be best to distribute my wealth amongst the family. Like, I would trust her to distribute my wealth. Your wealth. She probably just donated to uh, a Howard Stern cause or something. So she knows. <laughs> By the way, you'd probably Stern. be happy with that. Uh, no, no, no. I would like to spread my wealth around, Jerry. Again with the wealth. And they'd be like, uh, there's not really wealth here once we pay for the funeral. <laughs> so not a whole lot of wealth we're just seeing. give it to your nieces and nephews and move yes. on. I think you can handle that. Equal parts. Okay. Let this stand as a... Uh, Living will, Jerry. I guess it could be. Play this for them. If you made a note of this, yes. it's your voice, it's your decision. Okay. If you said, I hereby Al Dukes. Mm-hmm. Repeat, I hereby Al Dukes. Leave my wealth. Leave my vast wealth. 
In equal parts. In equal parts. To my surviving nieces and nephews. To their surviving five nieces and nephews. There you go. They each get 20% of what I leave. They each get 20% of what I leave. Now, don't have me whacked for my wealth. <laughs> well, they wouldn't get it. Then. It's got to have time to mature. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Yes. You want you want that four million dollars to grow to twenty. I need that four hundred one k to actually make money. Dude, our IRA got destroyed. <laughs> I mean, honestly, for what? I don't know. I did. We did have a gain though this past month of no joke of eight dollars. Eight dollar gain. <laughs> well, things are moving along. God. It's amazing how month, some months it's so much money. Yeah, that it gains, and other months like this one, it's like keep the eight dollars. It is a, like a, a crapshoot. If, if you're Someone who doesn't generally check it every day or every week, like you let it go for a while, right. and occasionally you'll get the quarter quarterly statements in the mail. And as I'm opening that envelope, I go, "This is a total crapshoot. What's in this envelope yes. right here? Yeah. I could have made a nice amount of money, or lost a nice or amount nothing. of money, or nothing. Right? I don't even know what I'm opening." My wife said, "Well, look at it this way: we didn't lose anything. So that's fair. I right. give you that. It's fine. But still, right? But you're not in it to not lose anything. What a waste of time." A savings account, you're not losing anything. No, that of course really, is eight dollars every month until yeah, you die. You're not really gaining anything Woo. either. Make ninety six dollars a year. Good luck living on that. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Here's a story from New Jersey. Oh, close to home. Uh, it is close to home. Let me get you the exact town. Let's see. <laughs> How would they not have the ta- the the town here, Jerry? A, a couple in North Jersey. Oh, it's in the uh, Franklin Lakes Ridgewood Paramus area. Used to work in Franklin Lakes when I did sports phone. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, This couple uh, bought a couple dozen cupcakes that they were taking with them uh, to an uh, event the next day and decided, let's just keep them in the car. Well, a couple black bears in town smashed their car windows at 2.30 in the morning to eat the cupcakes. They left cupcakes in the car all night? Sealed, though. Like, the car was sealed. They wouldn't leave the... They left them in the car in the driveway. Doors were locked. The windows rolled up. The people at home said we heard kind of like a crunch, crunch sound. The noise woke us up around 2 a.m. Looked through the bedroom window, saw a bear... They saw Yogi. ...in the car. Bear in the car. <laughs> they looked outside. They saw the garbage was fine. They said, oh, we'll deal with this in the morning. When they went out in the morning, their car window was smashed, and the cupcakes were missing. You call the cops at that point, or do you go back to bed like them? Uh, I would probably go back to bed. Car. They The bears dragged the car seats out of the car. Interesting, Jerry. I don't know if I could live. I could live somewhere where I know there are black bears running around. Yeah, I'm gonna. I have enough north, with the deer. Yeah, I agree. The deer is weird enough. It is this when you go north and west? I'm out. And a deer's not going to, you know, cause that much damage. They can cause I mean, damage. You can crash into one, and then you might kill it, and it might kill your car. But and occasionally you'll hear about a deer crashing through someone's like plate glass window in their dining room. Oh, that sounds awesome. That's lovely. Like it has no idea. Yeah, yeah. That it runs it's a right window. through. Yes, yeah, stupid. Here's what I know: a deer's probably not going to attack me ever. Right. A black bear might eat us. Right. That is no way that I want to go. Like if a deer was even wanting to attack you, it, probably if you made a move at it, it would be afraid. Right. A black bear would be like, s- start swinging at oh, you. Oh yes, stupid. 
<laughs> you really think I'm that dumb? Throw you around the room. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that's too creepy, especially knowing like, there's a kid here, Chris McMonagle, mm-hmm. who is Mike's board op. Yes. And I think he's the producer now for CMB as well. Is that right? He moved to a place where there are bears in his backyard. Ooh. And he's like, yeah, I got to walk the dog because I'm kind of freak out at 3 o'clock in the morning. The dog's got to go out. I don't want to get attacked. Right. Yeah. I don't think I'd leave my house unless there was sunlight. Yeah, I would not go outside walking a dog, which is really an appetizer for a bear, unless you have a giant dog. What do you do? Do you run and you leave the dog? I, I probably would run. I'm not gonna... <laughs> so you wouldn't save the dog or try to save the dog? I am not going to win a battle against a bear. <laughs> I would run and maybe from a distance throw stuff at the bear. Sorry, Scruffy. Got to go. <laughs> Been real knowing you. Better you than me. <laughs> get another dog i suppose well you can do that that yeah. is true that is, there's no that is interesting out. how many people save their their pets would go would run <clears throat> and how many would f- try to fight a bear we know one that's gonna run i am running you have admitted that yes now well, all right let me throw this into the mix okay you and your girlfriend finally get a dog mm. the dog means everything to her you two are walking the dog and all of a sudden you have the encounter with a bear well, if it was something other than a bear, I would fight it. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I don't know how you try and fight a bear. No. A bear's just going to be annoyed at you. That's not going to That's not gonna end well. No. Although I guess you have to make some effort. <laughs> I mean, really. Some fake effort. Yeah, but you make a fake effort, that could cost you your life too, I guess. <laughs> right, the bear would probably hold my dog in one arm and start punching <laughs> me and clawing me at the other. He'll have us both. What a great image. Bear attacks. You're getting pounded by a bear. <laughs> I do not want By to the get... way, speaking of getting pounded, <laughs> did you see the video that we were talking about earlier? I did. The guy having sex with his the girl from behind outside on the platform. Waiting for a bus. Of I some mean, sort. good lord. Yeah. I don't know. Where was this taking place? Long Island. Oh, Long Island. Yeah, it was a bad scene. That's I w- terrible. I wish I hadn't seen that. I mean, that, I mean, you don't realize really at first what's going on because they have right. clothes on. They do. And yet he was able to find his thing into there. Right. Find a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Right in broad daylight. Broad daylight. With someone next to them. Right. Strange. You think? Some people are very strange. I mean, you know, I know you have urges and all, but Jesus. The doors once said, Jerry, people are strange. Well, that is true. Do, do, do. Let me uh, leave you with this last one, because oftentimes a study is only... Um, what do you call it? What would you like a study is um, useful only if it comes from a source that isn't benefiting from the study? You know what I'm saying? An independent study. An independent study. Yeah. I'm not sure that's what we have here. Okay. It'd but be what like, the hell? Right. Is I'm, this a study on porn from Pornhub? Somewhat. Oh, I was kidding. Uh, this is coming to you from uh, the study. The survey commissioned by... Online sex toy shop, Eden Fantasies. They surveyed 2,000 men and women. 40% of the people said they would rather have sex with a robot than a human. But again, this is an online sex toy shop. I don't know that I believe this. Okay. 40%. Based on what, though? They just said, would you prefer to have sex with a human or a robot? 40% said robot. Yeah, but I need to know why, though. Mm, good question, Jerry. You want a little more in-depth. I would, yes. 
Does there, I mean, is there anything else there? Let or? me glance through this, Jerry. <laughs> see if there's anything. <laughs> All right, here's what uh, we found. Oh, man. All right. Do, 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 do. Survey show that 41% said they'd prefer the robot to be lifelike with the ability to hold conversations and feel emotion. Oh, no. No, no, no. See, now you're losing me. Yeah. I could see if some people were like, listen, this is all well and good, but I can't deal with the conversation and the BS afterwards. Mm-hmm. So instead, robot wins. Robot. As long as it's lifelike and I can, you know, do what you got to do when you get out and all of a sudden no strings attached. Right. I could see 40% saying it for that reason. But if you're telling me they want emotion, screw that. That That's doesn't what make a sense human to me. does. So why That's wouldn't you prefer a human? I just told you why. Right. The no strings attached. No, I'm saying if if you have, oh, no strings attached. Got it. It's kind of like when you tried that toy in Tampa. Right. You know, and then you realized right after, well, probably not the greatest idea I ever had. Not the best. You felt really bad about yourself. Very bad about myself. Like what you just did. Low self-esteem that day. If you ever I were to... think if you could, like if life really was like voyeur, mm-hmm. like there were cameras everywhere and like legitimately people could follow people around. Like how disgusted everybody would oh, be with everybody. We would hate everyone because <laughs> we really are all disgusted do disgusting things throughout the day. I mean, as simple as just bathroom. Right, going to the bathroom. Habits. Like, to get a look at that, and everybody does it. Making body noises. Right? Everybody has it. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to think about it no, with anybody. But if it, if life was voyeur cams. Right. I think everybody stays single. <laughs> yeah, or, they, or we wouldn't look. Or be left alone. Yeah. Yeah, really gross. Very gross. Human Jerry. beings are nasty. Here's what wasn't gross. The warm-up show today. Is that the sign that we're done? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to go do a wins update. See Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products. The only streak-free roof from Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, Monday morning, this portion sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. What do you say, Al Duke? Oh, hi, Jerry. Your allergies are kicking today, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. We were at a uh, friend's house on Saturday night. I know. I don't think it was pollen as much as they have, they have dogs. Oh. And I was totally good. I was fine. We went inside for an hour before we left, sat down on the couch within five minutes. Were they rolling all up on you, these, these dogs? Uh, and yeah, great great dogs. Nice yeah. pets. They were, you know, brushing against the leg. They wanted to jump up, and they did. They jumped up on the couch, which is fine, but I did not realize that uh, I didn't take kindly to that. I've been see. struggling ever since. Yeah, I have cat allergies, and when, if I go to someone's house with a cat, the cat seems to know that and will come near me and rub up against my legs. Is that Mrs. Pussy Feathers? Is uh, that where we get that name it's from? It's most cats, Jerry. They they are aware when you don't want them near you, and then they show up. Got it. I was they watching... can sense that you don't want it near Yeah. Them. Right. And cats are, are like that. <laughs> they're very smart. They, yeah. They're, they're vindictive cats. I one of my cats might sit on your head. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't want that. Probably Jerry not. was watching a little baseball yesterday. Mother's Day. Yeah, nice rain delay baseball. Rain delay baseball, Mother's Day baseball, and uh, the the teams were wearing pink. Yep, as they do pink for Mother's bats. Day, pink bats, hats, hats, uh, pins. Uh, Cespedes even had a hot pink. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call those armbands yep. that he wears? Uh, but I was thinking about the the pitcher on the uh, Phillies, Aaron Nola. Yeah, Aaron Nola. He only wore the hat mm-hmm. and a small pin. I think that's acceptable. It is acceptable. But I was thinking how su- how superstitious baseball players are and how I would probably be. You want to wear the ribbon 
and support and wear the pink, yet it may throw off your daily routines if now you're putting on all this pink gear and you're used to your gear. I agree. As a baseball player. If you had gone, let's say, four straight games, you were lights out. Yeah. You don't want to disrupt what you're doing. Yeah, I don't want to wear, I don't want to use the pink bat because I'm getting all these hits with the non-pink bat. Lucky for the Mets, nobody's been red hot. <laughs> so they don't have to worry. They were hoping it was going to flip the other way. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have to worry about that. Right. Um, but I also see that uh, there was a rain out Saturday night for the Mets. Oh, that weather. I was down in Philadelphia. Yeah. It was brutal Saturday night. Yeah, my brother-in-law and nephew went down because they were going to let the kids run around on the field beforehand, mm. which they were able to do, right. and then the game got called. Well, they they actually had the rain delay before the rain came. Oh, is that one right? Of those deals, yeah. They, they actually did not start the game because of what the radar showed. They looked at the radar and said, "Let's hold off." And they were right. And then the rain came. Right. But Noah Syndergaard had warmed up, and to Mickey Calloway, that was good enough for us. Like acted like a start, so he couldn't possibly pitch Sunday. I think that's okay. I don't know. Degrom was ready. You start. You start Syndergaard Tuesday. I don't think. Listen, if it was not Degrom yesterday, and let's say it was. Vargas. Vargas. <laughs> I would agree with you, but it was DeGrom. You, I think most people would have taken the over-under on one inning with DeGrom. Right. And they the would under the over. 45 pitches in one inning. 45 pitches, walked three straight. Which is not him. Guys. Then got out of the jam. Yeah. But then he was surprised that he didn't get to go out there for the second inning. Right. What do you think of that, Jerry? 45 pitches. I thought listening to Callaway, I was surprised you didn't try and get three innings out of him. I was, but listening to Callaway after the game, I just finished listening to it. It actually made some sense. He's like, he's never seen anybody in all his years throw 45 pitches in the first inning and not give up a run. And then he's looking long term. What am I possibly going to get out of this guy? Three innings? Might as well shut him down this way. He's at full, especially coming off the DL like he was on. Yet everybody rested. Let's just go. And, and by the way, it just about worked. Some I mean, guy, four runs. Some guy asked me on Twitter, is this the first time a starting pitcher? was pulled in the first inning, giving up zero runs based on a pitch count. It might be. It might be. It's very possible. It might be. Yeah, I tuned the game in in the second inning, and I saw Gazelman up there. And I you, thought, oh, something happened with DeGrom. You figured Gazelman started. I thought Gazelman started. Right. I was incorrect. You were incorrect, yes. Uh, Matt Harvey started this weekend. Yes, I saw some of that. Got props from Mickey Calloway also. Good. Said I'm pulling for him. By the way, the Reds have won like five in a row now. Six in a row, something like that. Ever since they got Matt Harvey? Yeah. Actually. Oh, no. Maybe he's the lucky knight. He might be the lucky the lucky one for them. <laughs> he might be. But he was, he was good the other night. He wasn't like lights right. out. It was four innings. Right. He wasn't great. Right. He's been fine for the first couple of innings. The problem is length with him. Yeah, and I was talking to Gio about uh, this game, too. It was in uh, Los Angeles, yeah. Dodgers. And uh, a lot of hits to the warning track. So Right. That's what I'm saying. He was okay. Out. He was okay. He was good. Would you put his start better than uh, DeGrom's 45 pitch? <laughs> yes, I think so. One inning start. I would say four innings is better than one, yes. You would do that. Yeah, and they won the game, so yes. Got it. Right. Then in that Reds-Dodger uh, game, a uh, raccoon... Yeah, before the game. Was, was in the caught, bullpen. Was caught in the Reds' bullpen. And anytime you see a raccoon at in the daytime, Jerry, you should be weary of them. Now, why is that? Because I was told where my eight-year-old team was playing a game yesterday that a ra- raccoon ran behind me. Yeah. Into, there's a little hole in the fence where it went into the woods. During the day? Yeah. This Well, this was about 9.15 in the morning. So, oh. And I didn't see it. I was told after the game 
Were you nervous when the raccoon ran behind you? I said, right. what raccoon ran behind me where? Apparently, it was five to ten feet behind me and just kind of ripped right through me. Yeah, they are nocturnal animals, Jerry, meaning... So why was this raccoon up and out? Probably had rabies. Well, it's a good thing it went into the woods. Yeah. they Maybe say it was if, going after Matt Harvey in L.A. Like, if you go to the, the garbage, like in an apartment or a condo complex, and there's a raccoon in the garbage and it's daytime, that thing's probably going to attack you. Well, this one did and, not attack me. And scratch you. Right. I didn't, Nothing happened. Nor did it attack any Reds relievers. I said, you guys stink. <laughs> Move on. What am I doing here? <laughs> right, exactly. The raccoons. Uh, and uh, we've talked about this on the post-game podcast. Uh, in New Jersey, for whatever reason, raccoons live in the sewers. Like, I'm sure, Eddie, you've seen this in the, you're an Edison kind of guy. Because uh, Jerry, you claim to not know that raccoons live in the sewers. That's not true. In New I've Jersey. told you that I see them in and out of the sewers at night. They climb in and out of there. It's what disgusting. goes on down there? Well, I don't know. I would think <laughs> if I was a raccoon, I'd be like, let me live in a tree. Right? Why a sewer? Why a sewer? Disgusting. That's not natural. You know By what the I mean? Way, the groundhog's they- gone from my backyard. Maybe the raccoon got him. <laughs> a daytime raccoon with the rabies. It ate the groundhog. Probably attacked him. You might get a zombie groundhog. <laughs> Great. Coming Can't up wait. next. Uh, and then the Yankees, Jerry? They just keep winning. Yeah. And it's kind of boring because they had the big series with the Red Sox, Indians, right? Yeah. They got the A's. Well, they lost Friday night. Yeah. And then Letdown sh- game. And then, all right, we're, but 6-2 on Saturday, people probably thinking, what the hell is going on here? Right, and then I did. I was reading and seeing on Twitter, and people go, "The Yankees got lucky with that uh, reverse play at home plate." No, they got it right. Right, they got it right. Right, they did a review, and I never know whether you should count the uniform, like if you tag the uniform and not the actual player, well, whether that should count. Clothes, then, of course, you have to count it. What are you supposed to do? Yeah, he all he he got like a piece Doesn't of the matter. material. He got the shirt. You're out. And that's why now I you've noticed in the last few years the NFL those guys wear super tight jerseys. So you can't grab and rip them down. Can't grab. Instead, them. we go for the hair. Right. That people still will have it's their hair. Fair. So it's if I was a, if I'm a baseball player now, I might get one of those super tight <laughs> form fitting shirts. <laughs> yeah, if I'm one of these speedsters going around the bags, that sort of thing. Gabe Kapler should wear that. Yes. Oh, with his muscles. They kept showing him on TV on well, Friday and yesterday. Yes. God, is he so tan? He's tan. He's it's muscular. Real, it really is. And watching him yesterday in the dugout, I'm like, "Will you look at this guy's skin? It's ridiculous." Yeah, I like seeing that guy doing uh, press conferences because he always looks like he could freak out on somebody, probably at any moment. And the way he speaks too, just very like, angry. Uh, not angry. Annoyed. But he's very stern. Stern. And that's a good word. And then there's Mickey Calloway, who's yeah, you know, we're good. <laughs> We're uh yeah Noah threw some warm up pitches so he's probably too too exhausted to actually pitch the game. We're gonna let him pitch on Tuesday. It's really stupid. Isn't and Degrom it? threw all those forty five pitches in the first inning, so we're gonna let him. Even Degrom said like, I, starting pitcher doesn't want to come out in the first inning. <laughs> well, how giving about up this? zero runs. Don't throw forty five pitches in an inning. That, that was excessive. Time. He did labor though. I mean, he was not. How about the one? I forget who it was. The one at bat was like foul ball after foul ball after foul yeah. ball. It's like enough. He he full counted every one of those guys. I, I think. I've learned this about myself with baseball too, and I know you don't really like watching it. You oh, watch I it love for the it. job, and if you didn't have the job, I'm you wouldn't watch it anymore. Mets. The foul ball. There's nothing worse than the the a walks or b the two strike foul ball. I mean, you can say it's a great at bat, but watching it, it's like come do something. Let's go. It's a great at bat, Jerry. They're battling the pitcher, fighting him off. 
You hate that. Fighting off pitches. You're the one, but you didn't like the Brandon Belt 22 pitch at bat. You thought that was terrible. I don't mind the long at bat if you get a hit. Don't fight off, fight off, fight off, and then strike out. Well, how's he supposed to know that? That's what I'm just saying. If if, if they fight it off and get a hit, then I'm like, wow, it was a great at-bat. This portion sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Firestone Complete Auto Care, keeping cars running newer, longer. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. A couple more stories at the other on the other side, and then Boomer and Geo at the top of the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top. Yankees beat the A's 6-2 on Sunday. Phillies over the Mets 4-2. Celtics by the Cavaliers 108-83. Capitals beat the Lightning 6-2. Go, Al. We've got a minute. Oh, I have uh, two football notes, Jerry. This one I saw on a pro football talk. I found it interesting, and I took a note of it. I went, this is interesting. Jerry's going to like this. So this Adam Vinatieri... Uh, who's still playing? Yeah, he's got uh, two new teammates that are were born after Adam was kicked his first Patriots. field goal. <laughs> I believe it. Was that he forty four? Forty five. Forty five. Of course. Why does that surprise you? It's just was... weird. So there could have been a father in a hospital holding his newborn. Yes. Watching Adam Vinatieri kick a field goal, game yeah. winner, Jerry, and now that little infant boy who looked like an alien, is now his teammate. We're getting to that point with Tom Brady, too, who's going to be 41. Soon you're going to have uh, someone uh, helping you doing updates who said, I was born, Jerry, the th- first day you did updates. I actually here. think that we have that oh. <laughs> already. I think his name's Zach Gelb. <laughs> I think John Jastrzemski was born he- before Eddie ran his, uh, the first board yeah. here at the radio Eddie's station. Eddie's been here since 87. Jastrzemski was probably born yeah. in the 90s. Hmm. Right? Yeah. He's 20. How old is this scrimpy? 28? 27, I bet. Okay, so there you go. He's born in 91. All right. Eddie's very lucky. Listen this hour and every hour until 6 p.m. tonight for our Monday Jersey Mike's Yankees box office blitz.